I can't even. What? Let's just stop right now. Exactly. Let's just let's just go. Let's just stop. You know what? <laughs> let's just stop living. I think it's a great Bleep idea. Bleep that out. <laughs> Bleep that out for sure. I Cheers. said let's just stop living. Bleep that out. Our day was a long day. Honestly, everything that could possibly have something go wrong, I feel like there was a little twist and a turn to pretty much everything of the day. You know how bad it is? We didn't even say hello and welcome to this week's episode of Bleep That Out. Hello and welcome to this week's episode, guys. I'm so glad y'all are here. Oh, Dude, it's so bad. Okay, guys, we're in Austin, Texas. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see that. Um, by the time this episode comes out, we're still going to be in Austin, Texas. So I know we've talked about it before, but like literally Savannah was not joking today. We just had a travel day from, I won't say hell cause it wasn't horrible. It was just all the little things stacked up quick. Like I felt yes. like there were so many little things and it wasn't like things that were like, we should get mad about. It was great. We didn't get really upset, but after like the third one, I was like, Hey, <laughs> this is a lot. Yeah. And especially cause like Savannah and I, Savannah and I travel so often where it's like, it just is so easy. And I feel like the last two times it's just been a mess. Yeah. And, um, yeah, it's just a mess. Travel's gotten so much harder post COVID. And I feel like all the airlines have really started to like go downhill a little bit. But today's wasn't even like travel problems. So we like woke up, we got to the airport per usual. Raphael's meeting us here this weekend. If you follow us on Instagram and TikTok, you probably heard the story already, but since it's so fresh, (laughs) it's so real and so raw in my brain right now that I have to share it. I'm like, I'm going to grab my wine for this I one. Know, I'm like, I need to sip already. We're like, we are literally just got in. We checked into our hotel at four o'clock. Mind you, since we will be here during this episode, do not say where we're staying. Oh yeah. Just a heads up. Um, bleep that out. In the, yeah, bleep that out. Um, anyway, so we weren't able to check in until four o'clock. Our travel. Oh my God. Okay. Raphael's coming and meeting us this weekend. He's um, flying in, but like Raphael doesn't get free bags on delta the way savannah and i do so i was like and we get two checked bags Mm -hmm. so i was like Raphael, just i'll take your checked bag and just i'll meet you down there um because he's flying in later obviously so i had and then also oh by the time this comes out i'll have the surprise okay so i had my checked bag i had Raphael's checked bag then i had a carry-on and because i had to bring something else and then i had my Neverfull, which is like fucking 50 pounds just in general of like laptops, all my podcast, uh, podcast equipment. I literally cannot speak. I know. I'm like, it was one of those days where it's like, it just took a lot out of you. Like, I And just then how many bags tired. did you have? You share your bag. I had There's a fly in here. Two very big suitcases and two smaller shoulder bags. So I had four bags of my own. We were both walking around with four, four bags. bags. Bleep that out. Yeah. So that's why we have wine already. So mind you. Her bags were 55 each. 55 and like 52. Raphael's was 56. Mine was 50 on the dot, on the fucking penny. And then again, our duffels and like our personal items were really heavy. Anyway, so we're walking through the Austin airport and we asked this lady, we like get our bags off. We asked this lady, we're like, hey, where's this parking lot? It's a specific parking lot because it's not a rental car. We did not get a rental car. It was so kind. So Buick and like, or GMC as a whole, um, watches us so cheers to gmc we are so thankful for you guys um they found out that we were like coming to austin and they offered us a loaner vehicle so it's not like necessarily a rental like i'm not going to hertz or budget or anything like that like they literally were like hey it's parked in this lot the key's in it 
all you have to do is go to get the car so we asked the lady we're like hey it's in this parking lot and she was like oh yep go up there and blah 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 there's the rentals so we're like okay so we go out to rentals and we're looking around i was like because i have the photo of the car like the guy texted me and it had yellow awnings and that was like not the way that the austin airport was set up like the rental stuff so i was like this is weird and the lady's like oh yeah that's not even like on this property like that's outside there it's like a 15 minute walk and i'm like there's no fucking way we're doing that with these bags we couldn't even walk the like I was already breaking a sweat when we were walking to the rental car place. The rental car place. Yes. So this lady helps us put all of our bags on her little go-kart, which is so funny to me. We could have literally just walked over that bridge. Like it would have taken us less time, yeah. but she was very kind. So she's like, oh my God, the elevators are broken. So we have to carry all these down a flight of stairs. It's not even like escalators. I thought the escalators would have been a better option. <sighs> literally carrying our 56, 55, 52 pound suitcases down these stairs. The fucking most so then we that's just the beginning get downstairs oh and mind we're going downstairs to get you an uber because then we have to uber to the parking lot to get the car to get the car which is at the parking lot so i type in the i type in the location that the guy said the car was at which i did type it in 110 percent correctly we get in the uber the guy doesn't speak great english which is totally fine but he like pulls into this little mobile home parking lot yeah and he was like okay and i'm like "Mm, mm, which is like right off a major highway a major highway it is literally just like a quick dip in and i was like what the hell this is such a random place too because it's literally just off the highway with nothing else around and he was like getting frustrated i was like sir i'm sorry respectfully because he was like you can cross because like the the parking lot i could see was directly across the highway mind you like i'm not talking about like a highway with street lights where you could maybe like cross the highway, like, like wait till the light turns red or something. Interstate. Yes. Highway. An interstate. Thank you. That's the right word. Bleep that shit out, Savannah. Bleep that shit out, Savannah. Every time I say bleep that out, I say we drink wine. So cheers. This sip could not even be big enough. Oh, that's just what I needed. Mind you, the guy can't speak great English and he's getting frustrated because he thinks that I typed that direction in and I was like, no, sir, this is not what it was. But I think he was getting confused because the whatever. Yeah. So he started to like throw a fit with me and I'm like, like he's getting frustrated. And I think he was more frustrated that he didn't understand, which I understand. I understand that. But I was just like, sir, respectfully, like we are not getting out of this vehicle. One, we're on a major highway. And two, you're not dropping us in the middle of this like motorhome parking lot we don't know anything like no absolutely not i'm not standing here waiting for another uber it's not gonna happen and so in a completely new city like mm -hmm. just wasn't comfortable so i was like please get back on the highway and like because he was he turned in one street too early he was waiting or he turned into the park whatever so finally then did you see him miss the roundabout and i was like aren't you supposed to be getting off here and he was like that freaked me out i was like oh no i was like um today we die Literally. Um, no, he seemed nice. Like I wasn't worried about like getting murdered. It was just more like, I I'm didn't glad you weren't worried about that. No, I really wasn't. Like you could tell his vibes were like, not going to take us and kill us. Maybe. Cause I guess, I don't know. Whenever I see someone like take a turn wrong and the GPS is right there. I'm like, Hmm. When we pulled into the motorhome, Yes. I was like, mm, bad vibes, bad vibes. But then I realized he, I saw what he was looking at and I was like, it did say that on the Uber apps. I was like, okay, whatever. Anyways. So finally we made it there. Our two minute drive turned into a 20 minute drive. We get to the parking lot. We get our car. Then what was it? Then we, we load the bags in the car. Oh my God. Again, GMC is such a savior and they're so kind for doing that. But we had this like teeny tiny. It's a nice car. It's so cute. But it does not fit how much baggage we brought. And that was on us. No. I mean, I could have doubted it. It was on Raphael. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> definitely on him for sure. I saw how many shirts that guy has in there. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He way overpacked too. How do you, how am I here for longer than you? I'll give him the fact that, but he only has two pairs of shoes. I have like 10 pairs of shoes and my bag is still less than his. It's hard. as like a girl. I feel like because you need shoes for every outfit and usually every yeah, time but I'm saying different. like his shoes are heavier. Oh yeah. So like, but he only has two pairs of shoes. So and like his clothes in general are heavier. Yeah. But it's also the fact that he brought 17 million outfits. I'm sitting here like, who are you trying to impress? We're married. Like, why do you need to change your outfit four times? A day. Bleep does shit out. (laughs) I can't. So it's been a day. I always do this. I take over the story. This is like literally our life. Like Savannah, every, not even Savannah, every single friend that's my friend. We're just in my life in general. They can't tell a story because I take it over. I'm okay with that though, because honestly, you tell stories great. So I'm also like listening. And I know, but like, it how do we have time. a fucking podcast and I like together? Because we tell things. Thank equally. God it says human two on here. So I guess it makes. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'll just turn it when it's my turn to talk. I'll turn it human two. <laughs> we should have sides with S and like C on it. Right, your turn. Right, my turn. My turn. <laughs> Anyways, so we finally get in the car. We get downtown, close to our hotel. And we can't check in yet. So we're like, okay, let's go to Target. Let's get some groceries because we are here for an entire week. So like we're very realistic with that. And like obviously grab some wine so we don't have to be out. We wanted to stay in tonight. We go to Target. We're walking around Target. Um, Then what happened? Oh, we, we forgot our par- our parking thing didn't print. Our parking thing didn't print. So we go down the elevator. Had to go back up the elevator. And back down. Like we got <laughs> trapped in the elevator. Because... We got in and went down, and then when we went down, we were supposed to get out, but people were getting on, so we had to go back up, but then it kept going down because people below us were hitting it, so then we had to go back down, and oh my god, it was just a mess. Anyway, so then we get to the apartment complex. We have to sit in the parking lot for a while because it, we still were not At the able check to check in. in. Thank <laughs> you. So then, this dumb bitch, I think I'm just going to take the blame for this one, even though, okay, so our our managers are also coming. But they're not coming for a couple days. So Savannah and I are here by ourselves for a few days. And I got the other man, like the man. So I have two sets of managers coming. So the guy has his own room and then the two girls have another room. So we have two rooms. For whatever reason, the apartment, like the hotel complex sent me the check-in for one of the other rooms. So I like clicked on it. We went to that apartment. Like we went to that door. We're like trying to log, like trying to get in the building. We got into the building, but we couldn't get in the door. We called the place we're like hey our door is not working blah 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 and they're like are you using the right thing and i'm like yeah i am i'm send- i'm using exactly what you sent me i love how you're just looking at me like you're just so stupid then the- i just I- replaying this all in my head as a- it's just like it's happening again oh mind you again we went to target so we have our eight bags and six target bags because these bitches were not going to go back down to the car absolutely not and a case of water and a box of celsius so and three <laughs> bottles of wine yeah Women can really do a lot. Shh. Just so you know. Shh. Take that back. Take it back. We're raising strong, independent take women. Take it in back. You. Raphael listens to this shit. Oh, we are not strong. We are weak individuals. I miss you, Raphael. I love that you work out your upper body because I am very grateful for your upper body strength and all that you do for me. I love you. Yeah, because when you're not here, I have to do it, okay? Yeah. The, oh, my God. So, anyways, we figure out we're at the fucking wrong uh, hotel door and then we checked in and we just unpacked and now here we are 
drinking wine on the couch at almost 6 p.m. Then to add fucking to it. Last week, if you listen to last week's episode, we told you guys to enter in all your spooky stories. And we're like, that'll be next week's episode, which will be this this episode that we are filming right now. We were supposed to do the spooky stories episode. Come to find out, we did not put two and two together that Halloween is next week, not this week. So now we're filming this episode. And then we also will be filming a spooky stories episode, which is actually fine because either way, we're going to have to do one and the other anyways, yeah. because you're staying here for the entire week. And not coming home. So we wouldn't have time to film anyways. Yeah. So it's actually good. Yeah. But it's just been one of those. It's just a lot of little things that added up really quickly to make the day this wonderful day. And here we are. And now I'm trying to figure out what we're going to order for dinner because there's a lot of food in Austin. There's like a lot of really good food. Yeah. I mean, or we're just going to drink wine because that sounds great too. Yeah. yeah. That's grapes, right? It's health. Health. On the flight today, we were talking about, um, like, breast cancer becoming more prominent in younger women. And then we were like, where's that stem from? And Savannah was like, it's probably the foods we're eating. Or it is the foods we're eating, yeah. right? Literally, like, a couple minutes later, there's studies showing, like, what? Ice cream is linking ice to... Ice cream and cream cheese. Because of the certain, like, something in it. It's, like, a specific ingredient. But it's ice cream, cream cheese. And I'm assuming probably a lot of dairy. Do your own research. We're not sitting here saying we're fucking research scientists and you're going to die of cancer if you eat dairy. But we saw that and we were like, damn, because we, we do love our late night ice creams. And we didn't get any ice cream at Target. But it no, we literally walked past the ice cream. She was like, do you want some ice cream? I was like, no, right there. Thank you. And in my mind, I'm like, I might take the risk, honestly, this time after the day we've had. Seriously. Savannah was like, I'll start caring about it tomorrow. And I was like, I can't because I don't want cancer. I do get worried about like our bodies and like yeah. what is going to, I don't know. Do you ever just, worry about that? No, because the thing is, it's like, why? I mean, there is a healthy worry for sure, like changing bad habits. But I think that there is also a worry that can stop you from living your life. And that's where I'm like, ah, whatever's going to happen to me is going to happen to me. I'm going to do the best that I can each day. But if I want to enjoy a thing of ice cream, I'm going to enjoy that fucking thing of ice cream. Yeah, but like what if one day down the line they do have testing and they can figure out where the cancer stemmed from and they're like, it was dairy. And you were like, oh, that was the ice cream. You know what I mean? Like would you yeah. feel, would you want to like go back and regret? Probably not because it's like there's a lot of things that I've enjoyed up to that mo- up to that point, you know? See, I go opposite. I'm like, I would give up the ice cream to not be sick one day. You well, know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. But I'm like, if I don't know for sure that's the cause, right, then yeah. I still want to live. But like, I'm saying, what if you did know 100% that was the cause? Well, then yeah, I've had the opportunity to go back, but I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not going to only eat like. That's what I'm saying. Like what, if, like, I know it's, it's all what ifs and it's yeah. hypo- like hypocrisy. It's, um, conspiracy. Yeah. Whatever. I think. Hypo- whatever. I can't think. I can't think on a good day, much less on today we did just keep saying like we're so blessed so so i do want to just keep reiterating that like i know we joke and we tell funny stories online and we're like we're like you complained about a spider being in your house but it's like we still are happy and thankful for what we have and like we are in austin texas we're here for fun we got a like a car lent to us that's so nice like what is our fucking life that car is so cute but i'm just sitting here like yeah gmc as a whole was like yes we will like we know who you are we would love to give that to you and i'm like that's like you guys do not realize how fucking expensive that shit is yeah it's amazing i'm not saying like you don't realize like you're an idiot but like people do realize like you don't realize how expensive stuff adds up and then you're like wow that's such a blessing so let me not (sighs) 
let me not even be worried about especially it. when it's like as you get older and you start having to, having to like pay for all the travel bills travel's so expensive and even more so after covid and then to throw in like a car rental it's like a couple hundred bucks a day goes a long way that we don't have to do so like that's yeah. amazing i will say so to spill the beans we or not to spill the beans like people know savannah um was supposed to be here next week for i'm here for a conference for an aesthetic conference um, I think it goes Thursday to Sunday. I'll be here. So I'm here literally till Sunday. And your mom's coming too, right? Mm-hmm. She flies in, I think, Tuesday night or Wednesday morning. Give a One little shout out to mom if you want to. Who's mom. your mama? I, honestly, I don't even know if she's caught up in her episode. She'll, she'll probably hear this like mm, seven months in advance or in later. Behind. <laughs> she's amazing. Connie. She, Connie, this is for you. She was the first injector in Minnesota back in like the 1980s before Botox was even FDA approved. We didn't even have any of the fillers that we have now. So she was kind of like a pioneer in the aesthetic space, which is why I decided to go into it. And there's no way I'd actually go into traditional nursing. We need all of you, but I could not. I just could not do it. But I admire every single nurse that worked through COVID because holy shit, I cannot imagine. Seriously. But my mom's amazing. Not even just COVID nurses, like all fucking nurses out there. You guys are insane and I could never do what you do, but I respect you and I love you and I'm so thankful for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but like the compassion you have too during, do, during such a difficult job. Yeah. It's insane. But yes, Connie, I literally love her. She's the cutest person ever. She travels for, so she's like a trainer for all. Yeah. So she's a trainer for all of the big companies like Allergan who makes Botox, Galderma who has Dysport, a bunch of fillers. Um, she does a lot of training. She has her own training company too, where people pay her to come out and train like their spas and stuff like that because she's just so educated and such a well-rounded provider that it's insane like she's made the mistakes that we all have learned from but she was the one who actually made them yeah way back when Connie is such a sweet soul too and it's so funny because hearing like what she does you would think she would be like this woman that comes in like all fierce and like like a boss ass bitch for sure everybody pick up your needles like we're getting it together like she comes in like Hi guys like all right very gentle soft-spoken. that's it gentle mm-hmm. oh my god she's so gentle even when like she's done my face a few times for random things like savannah does 99 percent of my stuff but sometimes if it's it's like something new like a training or i'm getting trained in on something new right it'll be connie and she'll be like a little poke here she's like okay honey and i'm like i could fall asleep right now like you're stabbing my face and i literally could go to sleep you're very gentle too when you're um injecting there is a specific touch like definitely it matters if your injector's heavy-handed versus like gentle but that's what goes into like the whole personality of the person injecting too yeah that's definitely is a like a but like your personality is not gentle but like you're injecting gentle no you're you're injecting is yeah but like your mom is literally just like this gentle little person until you piss her off and she i could see that for sure literally we would joke growing up it was so funny my dad and her which hopefully i can say this story i'm taking it anyway but we were sitting at the family table (laughs) and my dad was like yeah bleep that out oh wait oh god jim's gonna be mad that's okay he doesn't listen thank god you never know actually i don't know he might he's probably a secret listener he probably is but no we were sitting at the family table and my dad was like i can't tell when you're mad because your face just doesn't move and i looked at him making a botox joke yeah making a botox joke and i looked i think i was like 10 my mom still jokes about this she's like you looked right at him and said you can tell with her eyes even though her face doesn't move because it's like this like we used to call her like the ice queen her eyes glaze over and it is like oh I'm running the other way. Not only that, but her eyes are like P 
piercing blue. Yeah. When I tell you like, I can't even describe the blue. It's like an ice blue. They're insane. And she's bright blonde. Like she's literally the direct opposite of your literally. coloring. Um, you have your dad's like hair color I'm and eye color. i pale though, unfortunately. Right. But like the, that's the same with my dad. He was like a dirty blonde with yeah. blue eyes and all my siblings were too. And then there's my mom, brown and brown. And I got my mom's, but you're like opposite of your mom. Her mom's eyes are literally like an ice blue. I yeah. can't even describe like another. They're like a, it's like a, kind of like a watery, like ocean blue, but yes. like kind of like a sky blue. It's like her eyes are insane. I literally was so jealous of her growing up. I was like, this is nice. And then every time we would be together, people would be, people would hit on me and then they'd hit on my mother. I'm like, okay they were like oh is this your older sister i'm like are you calling me old or are you calling her young either way yeah like i need to know i need some clarification here either way i think it's a diss on me but a really good compliment for her <laughs> thanks mom you're welcome and that's when i turned to her and i was like mom i know you can do botox and filler so add some to my face <laughs> when did you start i started actually at i was 17 when i had my first filler done which normally we don't do anyone under 18 but because my mother is my mother and she even said she's like I probably shouldn't have done that on you because of the fact that you weren't 18 yeah but there are people that do it when they're younger it's just up to the provider uh the studies all started on anyone over 18 but I did because my under eyes I graduated when I was 17 because I was a young I was a summer baby so I graduated at 17 Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Cause that was like what May. Yeah. And then you turned 18 in July. Yeah. That's funny. I'm the fall baby. So I turned 18 before like everybody else really. Oh, so you were, I was older. Gotcha. No, yeah. I was the youngest. Actually, I think I was either the youngest or the almost youngest in my class, but my mom did my under eyes cause I hated my under eyes just genetically. They yeah. were so hollow. Same. And so I told her before graduation, I was like, if you can do anything for me, I would love my under eyes. And so we just did a little bit, but it made such a huge difference in like my confidence and just yeah. really everything. Cause my eyes were so bad. Yeah. Even when I was I six, think you still look the same though. Like you yeah. look like yourself. You just look like an elevated version. Your sister though. I cannot get over. I was at Savannah's house a couple weeks ago when I was getting like recovering from nose surgery and there's like her and her siblings, like photos of them. I'm looking at these photos of the three of them. And I was like, who's that girl? <laughs> I was like that's your brother and that's you but like who's that girl there's like um yeah that's my sister I was like no that's not like they traded her out somewhere like it is not the same girl <laughs> at all she had a definite glow up for sure no, no I'm not like yes obviously yes 100% like she's beautiful but I'm sitting here like it's not the same child like some weird voodoo shit happened or your parents literally sold her and traded her in literally was she naughty and got traded in you can tell me the truth i always said i wanted to be an only child but you know (laughs) i like i cannot even like i can't even exaggerate she does not look like the same kid at all no nathan looks the exact same like it's almost like she woke up one day i'm very like not i never use names but yeah um oh well no no no. you can but i just don't i don't like to unless someone else does but um yeah your sister literally just looks like one day she woke up and was just like a different human being yeah and obviously each both like a kid is a kid and like they're so cute and whatever but like she literally woke up one morning and was just a totally different human being yeah i'm not exaggerating that at all and she was born with like dark hair like black hair really yeah because she has lighter browns than you are Mm -hmm. well and when i was younger i had blonde hair I don't fucking get your family's genetics, but what I will say like if, if I hadn't met your father and like looked at every, I'd be like, whose babies are you? Like literally cause my mom is so pale, blonde, blue eyed. And then we're all, 
Yeah. Nathan looks a lot like my mom, though, I feel like. 100%. He's a, he's a good mix in 100%. between the two. He's just got darker features, but yeah, he yeah. definitely looks like your mom. You look most like your dad, mm-hmm. but you're most like your mom. Yeah, the personality-wise. The 100%. For sure. No, a lot of people say that, and a lot of people say that Julia's like my dad, just more like likes to be at home. I can't tell who she looks like, though, dude. I'm she, telling you. I feel like she looks like my mom more. I feel like. Savannah, they traded her in. That would explain a lot, honestly. <laughs> I like I cannot you know like there's those kids where it's like I looked a lot like my dad and then I got around my mom and then they'd be like oh you look like your mom yeah and then like vice versa you could see one or the other but you guys like you could tell like you're both your parents kids we're all a good mix for sure just in different ways like if you would have saw pictures of my mom when she was younger Julia looks a lot like I need to get into that because I'm yeah we're literally spending like this much time because I'm I'm seriously like I'm honestly I'm convinced you should go back and look from like when we we're younger to now and all of us the glow up was real i'm like thank god for quality skincare but you can tell it's the same person she that is, is true. not the same person i feel like i have a conspiracy theory and she was traded in sorry julia <laughs> you were adopted and they just don't want to tell you that actually you she weren't adopted <laughs> not me nathan like ate you as a kid or something i don't know probably savannah actually <laughs> actually we joke with julia you would be the older sibling Oh my God. You know, like on those shows where it's like the, one of the kids gets killed or goes missing or whatever. And the older siblings like, Oh my God, I'm so sad. And then come to find out. And they were the culprit. I would, that would be culprit. a hundred percent. You would have, you traded her in. It was, it was you. Actually, I do think it's Julia because she's a Gemini. So we always joke because she was a twin. My mom was pregnant with twins and Julia, the, she, I feel like I knew this, but I didn't know this. Yeah. My mom miscarried Julia's twin and Julia was fine. So we always joke when we were younger, we're like, Julia, you ate your twin. You ate your twin. And so that's why they say Gemini's have like two personalities. And we're like, huh, makes Makes sense. sense. (laughs) You have two personalities. Leave that out. Oh, poor Julia. We're not making fun of you ever too much. Actually, shout out to Julia. She, um, Savannah, that's, we literally are like, we have, okay. We were going to do spooky stories, which we will do for next week. But this week we were like, well, we kind of have nothing to really go off of. We're just going to chit chat. We're winging it. Um, but now like, I do like that you're, we're finally like, we have no, like, cause normally we do questionnaires or whatever. And we answer people's questions. I kind of like that. We get to just whatever. Chat I like and drink wine with you guys. Yeah, we get to bleep it out with you. Um, so you sang that was something you're passionate about, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How, say like that little, like give us a story on that. Kind of like what started it? Anything. Anything. So, okay. When How I was, you? when I was younger, when I was in third grade, I actually wrote my first song with one of my like best friends at the time. And we thought As we were so sleep, cool. doesn't sleep, by the way. Oh yeah. No, I don't sleep. Who needs sleep? She's actually kind of in a way. Rest is for the wicked, you know? Okay, continue. Anyways, I was in third grade. Me and my friend wrote this song. We thought it was so cool. Let me tell you, it was not great. And we said that we were going to put out like mixtapes. We were going to, because CDs were still a thing oh God, way Paper back Boy? when. You and Paperboy should collab. You know what? I'll have to talk to him later. I'll have to talk to him when he gets <laughs> that, here in two days. That would be epic. I did. He, actually, he can sing. I will say, like, there, he definitely can sing. Paperboy is Raphael's um, rap career. Why Paperboy, though? Money. Oh, that's what he meant by paper. That makes sense. Yeah. I call money money. And they were the, what was their group name? Dead Presidents? I don't know. I think it was Dead Presidents. But that would make sense. Talking about me. That would make sense. Mm -hmm. No, but I wrote a song at third grade. Then I honestly kept filling that notebook with just little sayings. That's how I kind of expressed my feelings growing up. Cool. Um, So I would 
just write little things. Cannot play an instrument. I've tried guitar, tried piano. My ADHD will not let me sit still and learn something like that. Like I need to be out doing things. So I try to do an instrument, instrument quit both times and then slowly started producing music. Julia did as well. I honestly don't know. I feel like she started, I don't know who started producing first, but both of us got into music. My grandma was Miss Minnesota back in 1951 and she was a singer. And so, and then my mom was a wedding singer as she got older so like singing's in our family you guys are learning this as i am holy shit i'm like sitting here like so intently staring at you like wait okay bleep it all out bleep all of it out bleep that shit out girl let's let's hear the storyline bleep it out the storyline so yeah that's kind of it is like a whole like so you just have naturally because you and your sister do have great voices thank you but what's funny is you're not funny but your voice it catches me off guard because i'm like i can tell it's you but it's so soft and like it's not your like if you were to talk normal, I would never like pin them together. And then when I hear your singing or like your songs, I'm like, oh, 100 percent. That's Savannah. Yeah, it's crazy. I, well, and a lot of the times it's like writing a song is so much more work, kind of like creating content. There's so much more that goes into it than people think. And the first song I wrote, I was like, holy fuck, I never want to do that again. Or the first day I was in a studio. Thank you. I was like, that's probably driving you fucking nuts. It is, honestly. This is me on the plane for anyone who's watching, but whoever's listening can't see this. I kept trying to get this hair out of my face for like 15 fucking minutes. And Catherine's just looking at me, looking at me. And then she's like, oh, I got it. I'm like, thank you. As you've seen me here struggling for like 10 minutes. Well, because minutes, your air thing was on. <laughs> we definitely need these mics initial. I'll tell you that right now. a sticker yours doesn't i think i took your sticker off so mine's the stickered one okay thank god <laughs> believe that shit out i'm sorry i had to i was like it's been a day it's no on the day. plane your like air thing was blowing on you and i thought you wanted your air on i was like well of course your hair is gonna blow in her face and stick to her forehead like it is what it is like that is a good point or like tickle your forehead and then it was finally when i realized like it was bothering you because you kept fixing it but i was like oh okay whatever and then i realized like you because i saw you keep trying to fix it. And I was like, oh, maybe she's wanting that one piece that's tickling her yeah. forehead. Do you like to see me struggle? Okay. Anyways. No, I helped you. <laughs> you did help me. You it just me. took me a quick second. You could have just been like, hey, can you get the fucking hair that's tickling my forehead? Because that's what I would have said. That I'm like, true. okay, you can see it. I can tell like I can I can feel it. I know it's there. I'm not crazy. Like, please just help me. And there's me. I'm just like, I'll just suffer. It's fine. Yeah. You're so weird. <laughs> like, at this, what, like what? How long do we have to be around each other for you to just be like, please help me? I don't ask for help. I literally, to this day, with like my sister or brother, I don't ask for help. Okay, but I'm not your sister or your brother. I ask you for help, so might as well that start paying back the favors. That is, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know what it is. I just am not someone who likes to ask people for help, which is a problem. Huge problem. But I just don't. I could get the hair. You did. I mean, you're you not did. asking me to like fucking do your board exam for you. Actually, that I need help with. Will you please? No, you will fail. And you will probably fuck up my face. If <laughs> I would never. I know. I would never. Okay. 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 We're so off topic. Okay. So you started producing music and you are. So all of her stuff is on at least Apple. Are you anywhere else? Yeah. Everywhere. YouTube, Apple, Spotify. Just under Savannah Brennan. Yeah. Just under Savannah Brennan. And those, I think the last one I put out was 2020, 21 during COVID. I still have some that are done that I just haven't released yet. So was your passion more like writing the songs? It was writing. Honestly, I love being on my biggest passion is just love. I love to be on stage. I love to sing. Mm -hmm. I love to just be in front of people. Yeah. 
even growing up, I would perform in front of the fish. I was at our just cabin. about to say I can. You're a performing, yeah, person. But when you do your content, I feel like that's where it gets like in the way because you want like you're a performer. Yeah, and so like when it doesn't do well, you're like. Huh. Literally, like, I'm like, I did all this work and I'm like, I'll fucking care. Here you are. Here you got it. Yes. I wish I was more like that, but I'm like, no, the lighting's not perfect. I have this in the background. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It's a whole like production in my mind. Yeah. And so that's where I, yeah, that's actually a good point. I never thought about it like that. But you're probably right. Mm-hmm. It's a performance for you. It is. Okay. So your sister got into it. That was kind of like how we started mm-hmm. it. So she's got her own music and she's pursued it a little bit more than, would you say more than you technically kind of probably because what happened was, is I stopped producing it back when I was in nursing school and I was like, I couldn't keep up with the hours, the clinicals, the everything that was going yeah. on. COVID then hit finishing nursing school. And I just kind of dropped it because the guy that I was working with, which who I met actually through Julia, um, is in Nashville and he's fantastic, but his rates were just so expensive. And I connected with a couple people in the Midwest yeah. and I just didn't find someone that could get my vibe for the music I was going for. So I just put it at a standstill because I was like, I can't force it with being in school. I just can't manage it all. Yeah. Um, and then Julia, she actually had all the songs that she's releasing now. She had, she's actually sang them before years ago. She just couldn't release them because she was signed with a record label and they technically owned them. And then she dropped the record label and now she's getting them back and is having I to rework the music them. industry. I hate it. Yeah. I don't get it, but I just have heard so many more horror stories and there mm. are good stories. Anytime you have anyone in any creative realm, you're going to have problems because it's just so different for each person. Everyone is so different. There's no standards. Yeah. And it's like you can have a big name and shitty ass music and yeah. you can get paid way more than someone who's That's a really any industry. Yeah. Literally any industry, sports, yeah. entertainment. It's like all the creative, creators, like, literally anything. Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. So, and you don't have to answer this. And if it, like, if she says no to this, Santino bleep this out. Like, actually bleep this out. Like, actually. I mean, we don't bleep anything out, but you have a sister, obviously. Yeah. I do not have a sister. Yeah. But like, I've always, obviously she's followed kind of in similar footsteps as you. Yeah. She's your younger sister. Younger sister. Three years. So we're each three years apart. Julia, Nathan. What does that feel like? I fucking hate it sometimes. Let's be real. I was going to say, because I almost feel like I would be, I would be frustrated. I honestly am frustrated more times than I can count. I love her to death. Don't get me wrong. She's amazing. She is. I love her too. Let me just say that. Yeah. I do love her too. She's amazing. She's helping with so much stuff, but. And I'm asking more like just from a sister standpoint, because I don't have a sister. I'm like genuinely asking. Like her and I butt heads a lot. Um, but I feel like as we've gotten older, we've come closer because she's now starting to realize that the battles that I was facing, she's now starting to go through. Yeah. I think it's Normal. hard because there was so much pressure on me as the oldest, which you can also relate to. Like being the oldest has so much pressure. I'm not even the oldest, but, but I say she's, I'm basically the oldest. I get where you're coming yeah. from, but I, I just don't want people listening to be like, wait, I thought she had an older brother. I do have True. an older brother. Older brother. But I feel like the oldest girl. Mentally, I'm the oldest. Yeah. And women mature faster. Sorry, man, but women mature faster. It's scientific studies. Okay. But having a younger sister was tough because I feel like you set, and this is for probably any younger sibling, but you set such like a good foundation for your younger siblings. I'd be like, Hey, I made these mistakes. Hey, I did this. Like, don't do what I did here. And you kind of give them like a guideline for like a little bit of life in the years to come because you've lived them, which is great, but it's hard to watch. I struggled with 
this is on me, but I struggled a lot with being competitive because I felt like whenever I would do something, someone, Julia in specific, would do it and it would be so much better. Her outcome would always be better. Well, because you already paved the way for, so it was like you were, yeah. you were crawling and she gets to run for but sure. But when I was younger, I didn't, I couldn't you grasp don't understand that. that. Yeah. So it's like now that I'm older, I can look back and be like, yeah, I need to be more supportive of you. Yeah, I need to do these things. But the trauma and the stuff that we went through when we were younger is obviously something we still have to work through and get through as we like get older yeah so that support for us was probably the hardest thing wanting to do the same thing so when we were in music it's like I didn't want to support you because that would not that would hurt me and vice versa but now I'm like well that was stupid because it only just propels us both forward yeah so I would say overall having a younger sister is fantastic but there are plenty of times where I'm like I could never talk to you again and I'd be okay with it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess what I would... Okay, so... Because Aaron is the only sibling that I feel comfortable naming his name. So Aaron's the one directly in line behind me. Mm -hmm. And Aaron and I are the middle two. So we have an older and we have a youngest. And Aaron was kind of like that, but I went a different route. Maybe it was because it was a girl. Like, he was a boy. I don't have a competitive gene, though, either. Like, How old is Aaron compared to you, though? Four years younger than me. Yeah, you guys are only, what, two years apart? Three years apart? Three years apart. So kind of similar, but I just don't have a competitive gene. And that's okay. Like, Mm -hmm. having a competitive gene is not bad at all by any means. I'm not saying that. But I'm so much more in, like, support. And I don't mean, like, having a competitive gene when you can't support people. But I'm just like, go, Kylie, go. Like, I'm like, "Yeah." yeah. But I will say it does get frustrating when they think they're just fucking great at everything. Let me not say A they but like Aaron was like oh I'm so good at this and I'm like it's because I taught you and I had to go through the hardships that you did not have to do and that's very very minimal like he has not followed in my footsteps by any means but there were a couple things where like I was just like well yeah of course it comes easy to you because you watched me struggle and you learned what mistakes not to make and of course it's an easy path like right duh doesn't mean that like you were were not meant for that path but I'm just like stop acting like you're so fucking good at it Literally. No. And I think that's the hardest thing about like watching your younger siblings. Were your parents, would they always praise her over you? That's my thing. Yeah. And that that, was my thing. That's why for me, I'm like, I, my biggest pet peeve to this day is give credit where it's due because I would never get the credit. And granted there was plenty of times that they did, but it's like they were like oh good job Savannah. And then when it was her turn, they're like, oh my God, she's a shining star. Yeah. And I'm like, um, yeah, that was me growing up. I was always, I feel like I've gotten compared most to Aaron, especially from like my dad and my stepmom. I would say more like my stepmom side. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I was always compared to Aaron and he was such a better kid and he was so much this and so much that I'm like, Aaron and I are literally two fucking walking twins in this world. Like, yeah. I don't even mean twins and like looks like him and I, our souls are just so intertwined and like, we're the same people. We want the same goals. We like advocate for this a lot of the same things we love the same things and i'm just sitting here like why is he better than me i'm confused when it's hard too because i feel like when you're the oldest or like older sibling it's for some reason it should be flipped but i feel like people think you have it easier because you're the oldest because there's no like guideline for what you have to do and i'm like no it's way harder we were being raised with our parents growing up yeah meaning like our parents were growing up and we were growing up with them like literally because of the I feel like some people think like, oh, if, say, for example, your mom had a, had you at 35 and my mom had me at 20. Like at the end of the day, yes, there might be a 15 year age gap of like mental states, but a mom is a mom. And like it's a first time mom is a first time fucking mom. Like they're going through the same learning curves. There's tests like 
it doesn't matter. Yeah, they might have more money in their bank account. They might have a more stable job, like whatever the case may be. And I'm sitting here like, we're raised with our parents. Like I look at my mom now and she's my friend for sure. But it's because I feel like we grew up together. And I feel like we're almost sometimes like my mom, like I have to check her sometimes because I'm like, I feel like the other day she was complaining about her job. And she's like, mind you, I'm so proud of her. She's like finally hit a job where it's the most she's ever made for the position she's in Mm -hmm. and she's like well I'm just kind of bored and she's like I don't know I was kind of looking at other jobs I'm like for what but I get that though like personally I get that because if I'm not challenged ready to almost retire why the fuck are you changing now true I mean I was like mom go do go do a load of laundry I was like do you know how blessed you are that like you're complaining that you're bored like, I was like, find a fucking hobby and do it while you're on the clock. Like, I don't know what to tell you. And she's like, well, I just, was just sit here and stare at my computer. I'm like, I get that. Her boss has literally been like, you know what? Like, if you have some free time, like maybe read a book. That's like, honestly, a dream come true. I would love that. But I feel like how, if that was every day, I would get, I would, I, need I would get creative. I would not be looking for a new job though. I feel like I would get creative and then I would look, but then I feel like I would because I like the challenge. I, that, but that's why I love what I do. It's like something different every day. I guess, let me tell you about my corporate experience and I should call my mother before I like air this because if anyone ever like from her job heard that and was like, um, you're fired. That's like with the sibling stuff. I'm like, I love you all. Just so you know. No, genuinely. I do love you all. But like my mom, like actually talking about her profession. So like maybe I should be like, maybe I really should bleep that out. Anyways. If we keep saying bleep that out, we're going to have to go get more wine. Which isn't a bad thing. I'm all for it. Uber Eats, Delivery, DoorDash, fucking anything, Grubhub. I don't care. Anyways, corporate America, when I was still in corporate, obviously I do social media. Not obviously. I always say obviously. Like people are like, yeah, I know who you are. Do you know who I am? Duh. Who are you again? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, so in corporate America, there was kind of a lull where I would have some months. There was like an eight month kind of span of time where I was dead at work and I was like well instead of like complaining about it and they were literally like hey we know we're slow right now mm-hmm. well if you have slow periods that I love but if it's like but my mom's been told that at her job like hey oh. we're in a slow period like read a book like her boss was literally like hey read a book like do something oh, yeah. learn something like I can send you a couple of training courses that we want to do but he was like or you could do this, this, or this. Like, he was literally encouraging her to, like, find something to fill her time. Oh, then find something but to fill your time. But my mom is in that older mindset of, like, she wants to perform at the highest level. Like, that boomer, like, the boomer babies oh, yeah. is the my mom. for sure. Uh-huh. And she's like, she's like, yeah, but, like, I like I feel so bad taking their money. And, the above and beyond. Which I get, yes. Yes. But then I'm like, when she's fucking above and beyond, she complains about that too. I was like, so I literally said to her, I was like, mom, you cannot be complaining right now. I was like, please respectfully in the nicest way possible. Please humble yourself. Like, do you understand how many people are out there pinching fucking pennies and working their ass off, Mm -hmm. not seeing their children, not seeing their husband, not even having a second to do laundry. I was like, I love that you're at that stage of life of being that adult where like she's grinded her entire, literally her entire life. Um, but now I'm like, I get where you're coming from, but also like, come on, be so yeah. fucking for real right now. For real. Be, be so fucking, fucking for real. real. Seriously. I'm not no, joking. but I do get that. If, if her boss told her that, then yeah, for sure. Just relax and wait it out because you know, when it gets busy again, you're going to hate your life. Or even if it doesn't get busy again, enjoy, ride that fucking clock out. I was like, mom, find something to do. Like find a hobby that 
you can do maybe even at your desk, like wait for an email to come in or wait for whatever. And she is busy. A lot of days she really is like busy, but I don't think it, and I do think ever since COVID corporate America is not a full eight hour day anymore. You cannot tell me a single person. No, let me not say that. Cause my, cause I'm going off a small sample size, but like my sample size that I've been around, mm-hmm. they're not busy eight hours a day. I wasn't. No, most people aren't one. Well, the thing is, is I do think that post COVID, like a lot of people, they got really comfortable, which is like to each their own. But I think that what happens is, is that once people feel really comfortable in their jobs, they get kind of tired of doing the same stuff because it's not challenging to them. It doesn't bring them excitement anymore. So it's like, I do get that piece of it because it's, if it doesn't bring you excitement and you have to do it every day, yeah, it's like, you want to be excited. You want that to yeah. go to work. Otherwise your mindset starts to shift and you get less productive in every other area of your life. So I do get that piece of it because I think that post COVID people are just comfortable and all the standards are changing, which is really hard to keep up with sometimes for people. Yeah. I also think the world has changed too of like, even just the social media world, um, where it's like, or not even that, but like the business last year was the, I think it was like, don't quote me on this because I don't know a hundred percent. I've not done my own research, but I heard last year was the highest year in history of businesses opening in America. Really? Yeah. I mean, we had in aesthetics, they said there was 30,000 new injectors last year alone, which is like honestly so crazy insane in it's honestly kind of scary like we were all talking about it and it's honestly kind of scary because we don't have all the we don't have enough training to teach them to teach them and it's like kind of scary because it's like we're so populated which is amazing we all have so many people getting into each industry it's great we're growing but it's like who's teaching them in any industry who's teaching them yeah that's scary especially because they're messing with people's faces yeah and each state has like different guidelines and stuff yeah and i think that's the scariest part for people that do go to school and do have like the right route and i'm not saying that if you're not like licensed that it's the wrong route but it's like you should want better for your patients and know that your education if you have a problem you know how to handle it but it's like i didn't learn anything that i learned in nursing school in any of my schooling it's all been on the job yeah. We never learned anything about the face in nursing school. So I just learned everything to forget everything to pass a test. Okay. So, well then I, I feel like that's kind of contradictory. So if you didn't learn anything in fate, like face wise in school, mm-hmm. but you learn how why to does hand- it matter if you're licensed? Because you learn how to handle medicine, medical concerns. Like if you have an adverse event, that how makes do you sense. handle it? You know, those gotcha. types of things. I was like, oh, well, yeah. I was like, wait, if someone's tissue starts dying, what do you do? If someone's goes blind, what do you do? Like some of those things. Oh Yeah. That are a little important. Just a little. Just a little bit. I mean. Just a wee little bit. I don't know. I feel like our personalities could take over if we went blind. But that's just me. That's wild. I guess I didn't even think of that. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. And a lot of nerd, like a lot of uh, the trainers won't train anyone who's not a nurse. So it's like. Your mom was saying that. Yeah. So for me, she told me that I wouldn't train until I went to nursing school. So I did not inject until I went to nursing school. Mm -hmm. But it is scary because it's like you think about. You know, you see all these Groupons and it's like, at least in Minnesota, a lot of people are <laughs> not. see all these Groupons. Literally, it's terrifying. And then you hear all these adverse events and it's like a whole spiral of, oh, aesthetics is bad. You look fake, da, 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 But it's like, no, it can be done really well naturally. Like it really can. hundred percent. You just have to find the right person. You changed my life. And that was why I was like, obviously I post everything on social media, but I've always wanted to be super real and super raw mm-hmm. and super vulnerable and honest. There's a couple things that like I do keep private, but like it's not needing to go online for certain yeah. things. But something like when I started getting my face done by you, people are like, oh my God, you're so beautiful. And I would have not a, like 
any makeup on and they're like oh my god you're so pretty and I'm sitting here like I love that people think that I'm naturally that pretty but also like I want to share I do have a lot of work done and I Mm -hmm. still look naturally pretty which means you can have work done and still look natural but not be natural and that's why I'm such an advocate for like being open and honest um and I like I've shared on my podcast mm-hmm. recently of like every single thing that I've done. And honestly, I've done a lot and you're good at um, relaying like anything you do to your face, like is a luxury service. Like mm-hmm. obviously you're paying for the experience, you're paying for the knowledge, you're paying for the trust, the provider. Um, and you're the cosmetics aren't covered by insurance other than like if it's like a migraine for Botox, but cosmetics not covered Mm-mm. in any. So unfortunately, like it is what it is. But like if you were to go into a doctor and say like you had no insurance you're gonna pay out the fucking ass for a doctor you're gonna pay out the fucking ass to go to the doctor's office and not even see a doctor and just be met with the nurse and get on a scale and and put a band-aid on your knee it's still an outrageous price it's just covered most people most people are covered by insurance you are not covered by insurance but you are Mm -hmm. still at the same rate because you are still just as important and it's insane but I just think all the time I'm like it is a luxury service but you are paying for what you're getting yeah and we even though we weren't deemed like essential during COVID. So we shut down, but I honestly would argue that because of what Botox can mm. do. Like it helps with depression. It's been proven to help with depression. It's been oh, proven to help mental. with migraines, like, and the mental health of just when you look in the mirror and you know that there's something that you can correct if you can, and we have the tools to do it. I'm a huge fan of whatever makes you happier because if you look better to yourself and you're doing it for yourself, awesome. Why shouldn't you? We do screen for body dysmorphia because that's a huge issue now in our world that we live in because honestly, social media is all about comparison. So we have people come in that compare their face with filters on and say, I want my face to look like this. That is not even something we can come close to doing. So there is, people do that. yeah, social media is really twisted, it's twisted aesthetics for sure. Not in a negative way or a great way. It's just, it's a new realm that's, that we're I dealing with. I refuse to use filters. Yeah. I don't use filters on anything. It actually kind of scares me sometimes. When I they pop out, I'm like, whoa. Even though I do look really good tan, I will say. Some of those tan filters, I'm like, okay. See, I can see his tan. I feel like I like it for, to cover my bruises because everyone thinks I'm like like, like anemia or something. Cause Is that bad? What's anemia mean? Low iron. Oh, I'm anemic. Oh, yeah, I'm anemic. They literally tell me you have to get your iron supplements in Yeah, all I, the time. I bruise like a fucking clown. But yeah, I guess, yeah, you're paler than I am. Yeah. Yours, are, yours are bad, I That's will say. That's what I'm saying it's like all bad i can't wear dresses that is true are you anemic no i i did just get my labs drawn this week at work actually because i was like i just want to know i honestly think it's just that i have really thin skin thin white yeah skin. and my and like vessels you have, are close you, like even like you can see veins in you you can see yeah. everything so yeah just naturally you've got very thin skin and it's very soft like if you were to ever touch savannah and like pet her it's literally like petting like <gasps> i don't even know like a baby's butt it's i it's softer i take my skincare very seriously your entire body i ever since i was literally in high school i would put lotion on my whole body after i shower and i still do that what lotion give us the deets honestly i've been using and i have not researched this one full disclosure it's just easy to get i either switch back and forth between the it's a blue bottle it's on my amazon store nivea no it's not it's a actually it's a clear bottle the lotion's blue it's like is it the hemp one no, I like hemp. I like Vaseline. And then there's another one. I cannot remember the name. I'd honestly have to well, look. Well, it's linked in her storefront. So if you're listening to this and you want to try it, I'm not even joking with you. She has told me that she, when you're kind of like damp, like your body's still damp, like mm-hmm. you've dried off with a towel, yeah. but your 
body still like that dampy texture you throw on lotion, lotion. everywhere everywhere like head to fucking toe here down or yeah. neck to toe because then your skin cares your face up yeah okay and i just put, literally will just put lotion everywhere and honestly sometimes i don't even rub it in i just throw on my pjs and go to bed like so I it just, could just be like still kind of white yeah it's still like white sometimes and i just throw on my clothes and it just that would make sense you are a soft motherfucker can i say what can i say <laughs> I, I like sometimes when i touch her like i'm not even kidding i'll be like give me your arm it's fucking weird dude <laughs> it's weird it's almost like i don't even know it's so nice and comfortable but honestly it stemmed from me having really bad eczema when i was younger and my like knees and the back of my elbows would be so dry to the point where i was like i cannot live like this and so they told me to put lotion on and i'm like okay i'll just never stop putting lotion on and I'll, i've never had eczema ever since it worked if you're watching on YouTube, I'm nodding my head. I don't know. I don't know if it'll work for you, so don't try it. But I mean, try it. I have it, no but. freaking clue. No, lotion the fuck up is what I'm saying. Not medically telling you that, but like as her it. friend, <laughs> if you want soft skin. And check out her Amazon storefront because apparently Amazon is commissionable. I will give that disclosure. Yes, it is. So if you do buy from her link, you're supporting her family, which is great. But it is a commissionable link. Yeah. Um, And I don't it's going to bother me. I need to know what it is. It's like sea salt something, but that one actually is good. There's no sulfates in it. And that one's actually good for people that do spray. Damn, tans I'm going to go look and go buy it. Yeah. It's really, really good. Interesting. That's something that I found out too with spray tanning or like at home self tanner. You shouldn't use any products that have sulfate in it. Cause I it'll eat away at the tan. I don't know what sulfate is. It's like an ingredient that they use. I don't know much about it. I just heard learn that it'll you can't eat away at the tan yeah you know how like um i used to get that like splotchiness with my spray tans you I think that's what it is yeah that's probably it why haven't you told me that before i don't know you're bad I just thought of it i got a lot going on in my head okay you saw my fucking scales and you were like sulfate i just saw so many colors i was like whoa what's happening <gasps> bleep that, that out, out. <laughs> you don't even got any wine anymore bitch that's what that's i have a drop or two can you check the timer on the oh, yeah. thing? How many minutes are we at? 5329. 53 minutes of just straight up bullshit. But we love that you guys are here with us doing it. I love it, literally. I love that you're holding your empty ass wine. There's a sip left. I saved a sip just in case. What a day, you guys. What a day. I'm still in my we're both in our trouble. You wore those on the plane, right? Yeah. I'm excited we're to get my pajamas, though. We're still in our travel attire. What are we doing tonight? Ordering some food? So my friend Jordan, Jordan used to live in Minnesota, born and raised, love him dearly. I'm spilling his name. I guess I shouldn't have done that, but oh, what Um, Really good friend from back home. Well, back in Minnesota, he actually moved to eastern Texas, and he's coming up because he was like, you guys are in town. And we're like, yes, we are. He loves you too. He's like, he's she's so fun. nice. Yeah, he's great. He's just so chill. He just wants to be like part of the crowd. And I'm like, I love it. Like any, t- like he literally could fit in anywhere, but it's so funny because he'll, he's so judgmental and hateful. Like he'll be like, I fucking hated them. The first, the first, <laughs> but he'll be so nice to them. He'll be like, not even nice, but he'll be like cordial. Cause he'll be like nice to people he genuinely likes. Yeah. But if he doesn't like you, he'll be like, mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's just happy to be, like, in the room. <laughs> he's like, I just want to be here. Yeah, he's like, I don't care if I don't like you. Well, that was the first time I met him was at... Um, yeah, her wedding. Yeah, a wedding we went to in Florida. And when I saw him walking up, he had on the sunglasses he always wears. And I was like, he looks intimidating. I don't know what I want to talk he to does. him. <laughs> like, he does. He's scary. People used to think, like, because we... Kid you not, like, he was my best, best, best 
best friend. Like we were together 24 seven. And it's so funny because I feel like personality wise, interest wise, everything. We are polar opposites. Oh yeah. You couldn't like if we were standing next to each other or if you read us on a piece of paper, you'd be like, there's no fucking way. I do not understand how we match. I, I don't get it. You guys banter though. That is one thing that when I sit he back, he feels I'm like, like he's my brother. Yeah. Like you guys have that like sibling that like banter that you can yes. go back and forth. Like in Florida, I was like, Oh my gosh. No, seriously. And I'll tell him like, he's one of the only friends I've ever had in my entire life. Like even over you, like anything mm-hmm. I w- have never held back. I, and he's never either. Like if I'm in a fucking raging bitch, he'll be like, get it the fuck together. I don't know what's going on with you and vice versa. Like if he'll be annoying, I'll be like, you're being an asshole for absolutely no reason. And you just need to stop. Like I literally talk to him more. Like I feel most confident and comfortable with our communication and just like honesty than I have with really anybody in my whole life. And it's so yeah. funny because again, you just would never picture that relationship, but we're just like, do do Um, so similar, but so different. Yeah. It's like, so it's almost so different that it just yeah. works. I don't get it. I don't yeah. understand whatever. So when I was here in Dallas, um, at the beginning of this year, he came out and visited me, but my husband wasn't here and people online went crazy. They're like, you're cheating on your husband. And I'm sitting here like, no, my husband is so fucking happy because Raphael and Jordan know each other, obviously. And Raphael's like, no, I'm actually really happy that Jordan's with you because he, people do think he's like my boyfriend. Like we're just out like, Doo-doo-doo. and there's times where like, I will be like, yeah, that's my boyfriend. Like, don't worry about me. Like quit. Don't hitting, talk to me. Don't talk to me. Quit hitting on me. Um, but yeah, I just, I love him dearly. And it's just so funny because again, like he fits in any crowd. Yeah. He gets along with anybody. He's like a chameleon. Like he definitely can fit into anywhere yeah. and any, Yeah. Which I don't know if he'll take that as a compliment or a diss, but I really do mean that as a compliment. I mean, that as a compliment. I think it's hard. It's hard to walk into any room and own it. Yeah. It's really hard. He'll walk in. He don't give a fuck if he's sitting yeah. here with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. He'll be like, what up? He'll literally be like, what up? I'm driving. Today. It might be three hours away, right. but I'm driving. <laughs> I'm driving. I'll be there. <laughs> he's so funny. But anyway, so I guess we never even, we started the story of how we're here. You were coming for a conference. I ended up, which is Thursday to Sunday. Yep. I ended up getting an opportunity to do some interviews for my podcast individually um, from like Monday to Wednesday. And then I was like, perfect, let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Let's make it happen. And then it was, okay, well, my manager knew that I was going to be filming some podcasts out here. So she was like, actually the F1 races are the weekend before you're planning on going. Would you, have you bought, bought your flights yet? And I was like, no. And she's like, would you want to go early and go to the F1 races? And I was like, what is the F1 races? <laughs> but sure. I literally said, sure, sure. But what are they? I think you were spotted when you were at my house recovering from your nose surgery. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cause I was like, I'm pretty sure we were sitting next to each other when that happened. Cause you handed me the you phone. You know what I think it was is because it was a sports illustrated party. Oh yeah. Those are fun. I've never been, but I like, when I told you about that, you were like, oh my God. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, let's go. So and she was a little hopped up on her like yeah. anesthesia still. So I was like, yes, say yes to that one. Yeah. And sometimes I will like, not even sometimes, but a lot of the time I will say yes to an opportunity in general. Even if it's something that I don't enjoy, I don't know about, like you never know who you're going to meet. You never know what you're going to learn. You're n- you, like anything. I'm down to just go for the experience. And I love yeah. that. But it ended up being like, I didn't think you were going to come. So then I cut, I reached out to my brother and I was like, hey, would you want to come with me? Mind you, my husband was busy. So let's just throw that out there. Just disclosure there. He was busy because people were like, why don't you invite Raphael? Uh, anyways, so I invited my brother. He wouldn't let us not invite him. Yeah. 
Raphael's coming. He's came. He is coming as early as fucking possible that he could. He was like, oh, I can be there at 11 a.m. Saturday morning. Bet I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. I totally believe you. I 100% believe you. Anyway, so I reached out and then I was like, whatever. And then finally you were able to make it work. But mm-hmm. I already threw the invite out to my brother. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I didn't think you were going to come. And I was like, I have to have somebody like I'm not going by myself and I'm not spending until Sunday until people get in by myself because I'm just not like that. Like, that's not me. I'm not an independent girly like that. No fucking way. And so you came back and you were like, yes, but my brother still hadn't answered me. So I reached out and was like, well, can I get a third ticket? That's how the third ticket came about. Gotcha. Yeah. I did not know that. And then we were talking about doing a bleeping with besties and I was like, perfect, because I have a third ticket. Oh, then my brother backed out. And was like, no, I can't go. So I was like, perfect. Now we have a third ticket. And we're like, okay, let's do Bleeping with Besties. Like, let's do a date night out. And then it ended up being like this whole thing. We posted about that. If you listened to a couple weeks back, we were mm-hmm. talking about like if we could get tickets, like an extra ticket to the F1 races. I did have a ticket. Sorry. Anyways, but when I posted that saying like, if we could get a ticket, we were kind of like teasing that. Jordan reached out and was like, um, bitch. I'm driving to you. You better give me that right. ticket. Right. Like, um, I'm coming. And I was like, oh, okay. And then we are taking Saturday. I guess we should say that. So Saturday, we are taking somebody from the Texas area, Texas area, from Texas. Um, So she is coming on Saturday. So one of the tickets is getting used for somebody that has been a supporter. And we're so excited to give her the opportunity to come with us and bleep bleep it out with us. It's going to be so fun. I know. It's going to be fun. So this episode, by the time it's out, you'll already have, it'll all be up on Instagram. If you want to check out nurse underscore underscore fuck savannah wow. underscore underscore i know i did say nurse i'm that's so okay that's the first time you've actually messed up with that i'm actually I know. impressed because i've messed up more times than that already i know so. i'm sorry savannah is on instagram as savannah underscore underscore brennan i'm on there as Catherine Ebb. so all the content will already be up by this time that by the time this episode is out we so. have all of our weeks so messed up this whole month is just been i know like- and this trip is wild so like you and i came in to get today Today, Jordan's coming, which was not expected. He was not supposed to be here until... We found that out like an hour ago. Yeah, he's like, I'll be there tonight. And then our follower is coming in. Follower. our We're going to call her our girl that... I don't know if she wants to... I our, guess Our friend follower. No, duh. She's doing the podcast with me on, I think, Mimi Joe. So she's fine with her name. Oh, yeah. Okay, so Sarah <gasps> was originally um, someone that we... I met online and it was more like a following like she followed me I followed her because she ended up living in Minnesota it's whatever it'll be on this week's episode of I think I'm human I'm too. like don't spoil it I was gonna say tune in there anyways so she now lives in Texas and I was like how fucking fun she supported me for so long I want to give her this experience she's coming Saturday morning she's literally flying in from Dallas landing in Austin at like 7 a.m. Raphael lands at like 11 a.m. We're going to the races. Raphael's not going. He's staying by himself. But us three girls are going to the races. Then Sunday morning, Sarah and I are filming. Sarah's leaving. Reagan and Bailey get in, who are my managers. We're taking them to dinner. Jordan's leaving. Monday, Santino's coming in. Santino's my other manager. (laughs) Monday, Abby's coming in. Abby's another podcaster with Human Too. Shout out to No Freaking Clue. Tuesday. Oh my God. I don't fucking know. Just keep I'm up. Like, I'm keep like, up with the Kardashians. If you can keep up with the Kardashians, you can keep up with me. Okay. If you can't, Back. 
fucking go watch the Keeping Up with the Kardashians because that's all I got to say to you. I don't fucking know. No, bleep that shit it's out. It's a lot. There's a lot of shit happening this week. I think that's what's, that's what's so hard about trips like this. They're so fun and we're so blessed to be here. Like you said, like I'm so thankful for the opportunity, but you get home and you're exhausted. Like you I are like, wiped. I like that we're all staggering. I like that our times coming and going are staggering. Yeah. But I also, cause it's like, they're all individual time frames. Like everyone comes and goes. Yeah. So I feel like we're getting good one-on-one time without having like everybody here. For sure. So we're so excited. Anyways, say hello to, oh my God. Why is it freezing? Reagan unfreeze. Okay. Reagan. Here's our manager, Reagan. Say hello. She's calling us and we're going to end this episode of Bleep That Out anyways. So what a fun episode though. That was fun. Thanks for drinking wine with us guys. Yeah. Thanks for drinking wine with us and dealing with our life. Crazy day. <sighs> Goodbye. Okay. Goodbye.